You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. Talon Thomas, also known as Lefty and the Lingo Kid. And from where do those names come, actually? I've always wanted to ask you that. Now I get the chance. Talon is from a Welsh grandfather, and Lefty is from playing first base for the Bel Air Eagles in the Peanut League in Antrim County, Michigan. And the Lingo Kid, uh, not sure exactly where that one came from. That was the one I most wanted to know about. A bardic bandit who steals verses and songs and stanzas and things. How long have you been reading slash performing Robinson Jeffers now? Do you remember? Jeffers about uh, 20 years or so. I don't portray Jeffers ever, actually, but uh, reading his things aloud approximately 20 years. Yeah. Are you learning something new as you continue to read him, or is he just sort of reaffirming things that you feel? I mean, do you kind of reverberate with some of his themes, or are you discovering as you're going? How would you describe your connection, maybe? The discovery comes with when I find a poem I hadn't met with, and some of the uh, images and effects and power and music and, and the surprises in that, if you mean... Uh, philosophically, uh, is that what you meant? Uh, uh, very little, actually, philosophically. Uh, I, st- I studied a great deal of... Uh, this. Hey, thanks a lot, Elliot. Hi. He's a popular, popular man. Hey, see you man. next time, buddy. Uh, oh, just the, um, most of the ideas were already pretty familiar, uh, and and ideas that I, that I endorsed and, and enjoyed a great deal, from uh, from reading Nietzsche and, and studying uh, phenomenology and existentialism and and but you know not in a in a systematic scholarly way at all, but uh, uh, Nietzsche in particular. Jeffers mentions him a couple times, and there's a lot more of Nietzsche in him than he would let on, and it's it's probably just as well because a lot of people get nervous when that name is uttered. So, uh, <clears throat> but uh, discovering things about the, the history and the attitudes and, and, uh, and the, just the power of the way he writes and puts things down, that, that's where the thrill of discovery is for me uh, with him. And then sometimes uh, being just really uh, get sick and tired of some of the stuff. You know, the, the women at Point Sur, I wish uh, that gave me a bad just because it was boring, not because it was you know, morally foul or anything. It just got to be overblown and pretentious. And uh, some of the other narratives are really powerful, Cawdor and Thurso's Landing and a whole bunch of others. But uh, for a long time, because of, the, of that one, I stayed with the, with the shorter the lyrics, mm-hmm. shorter things, and then, and then the, the obvious masterpieces, Hurt Hawks and some of the others, yeah, Vulture. Mm-hmm. Some that had just a bit of irony or humor in them as well. Well, and the one that you read the fragment of, Fire on the Hills, with yeah. I, uh, that same line that you repeated is, I, I, yeah. I read that piece 
recently, and I, I just can't read the piece without stopping on that line. Yeah. It's the the folded cloaked in cloaked. The, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Are you please? <laughs> cloaked in the folded storms of his shoulders. Mm. Yeah. Referring to yeah. an eagle, like we all don't wish we wrote that line. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what does the music do for you? What, what does it allow you to do, and what does it allow the audience to do? Do you think? Very different things in, in, in different poems. Sometimes it'll set up particular lines by giving more breathing time in between them so people can listen to the music and then the next line settles in really decisively. Other times uh, establishes a rhythm such as in, uh, in uh, Drunken Charlie that carries through and, and turns the poem, uh, makes it a little closer to a song or a ballad. And other times it, it's just a surprises or atmosphere. That one, the last one that we did, that's the first public performance with the music, the uh, the Inquisitors, and it's a very eerie, Halloween-esque, scary kind of thing. And, and the uh, the music intensifies the atmosphere. And skunks, uh, there's sometimes there's a counterpoint between the corruptions of war and peace and the kind of lighthearted music and things fitting together and coming apart. So I think it. it Makes it more fun too. I love to work with that guy and, and uh, set things up and, and concentrate on them more. Any thoughts mm. on uh, the big mm. read as the big read as an event in which we've got you know people hopefully in mass reading one person one book together. What what does that do? Is there an energy to that? Is that it sure seems to me like that, like there is. When I not out sampling the entire community, but insofar as it is working, uh, as there's an element of say a, a family that reads a that reads a book. As Theodore Roosevelt's family, whenever he was re he could read any book he wanted, but his father said, "I'm going to read it too, and I'm going to ask you questions at the table." And then the other people would read it too, and it it really intensifies the uh, the family's understanding of each other. And if that is expanded into a community or into a state, or and sometimes disagreements and all that, but it gives some it gives people a focus, and then the uh, the way they speak about what they've been reading is not so off the wall or disconnected and it, it's more responsible because they know the person to whom they are speaking has read what they're speaking of. And when you have it just with one author, then you have people can make different contributions about that author's attitude or different things they really enjoyed or didn't enjoy about them. So there's still a focus as, as on Jeffers at this, on this coast and Longfellow in the East, I think, but they can... Jeffers is allowed in the East as well, I think. I think it's a grand idea, <clears throat> not just because it happens to be something I love doing anyway, but because uh, I think it works. Thank you. Talon Thomas, thank you. You're welcome. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. <laughs>